Hello, real world. I'm Carol. And I'm Emily. And in this podcast, we talk about our journey as two 21-year-olds navigating the tech scene, school, relationships, and making it through the real world. Hello, welcome back to another episode. And this week, we're on episode 20. Crazy. (laughs) I know. I can't believe it's been 20 episodes. Yeah. That's a lot of talking. (laughs) 20 hours worth of content. Content. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, people find it interesting. (laughs) Also, many hours of editing. Uh Uh-huh. And scheduling i mean for every one hour of podcast we put out it's at least double the amount that we record we're almost yeah. double and then it's editing like is like triple or quadruple yeah yeah so yeah that's- i'm really proud of us <laughs> me too i think managing this has been a lot easier than i expected I think it's because, well, at least for me, it's something I look forward to doing. Yeah. So even if I have to block off this amount of time, I'm like yeah. excited to do yeah. it. So it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. When we were starting the podcast, I think also because at that time, my schedule looked busier. There were moments where I was like, oh, I have to do all this work and I have to edit the podcast. Mm-hmm. But then when it actually came to editing the podcast, it was really fun because it was like a break from work. Mm-hmm. So relating to what you were talking about, it's nice because it's a different type of work and something that you're actually interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's been almost also exactly a year since we <gasps> first started talking about Oh my about God, this. you're right. I should find the text. But <laughs> yeah, for this 20th episode, we thought we'd reflect back on our podcast journey so far. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but mm-hmm. we thought we'd take today's episode to talk about the story behind this podcast but going back all the way to the start of our friendship so mm, yeah talking about our friendship <laughs> yeah and also how that led up to the start of this podcast and how this podcast has changed or has contributed yeah. to our friendship yeah, yeah. that's true because it all started with our friendship <laughs> yeah but, yeah i guess to start off the conversation from your perspective, how did we meet? Mm-hmm. I think we maybe talked about this a little bit in the very, very first episode, but I don't think we talked about the story of how we became friends in too much detail. But the very first time I saw Carol was <laughs> <laughs> in March of grade 12. So during uh, March break, Waterloo had an open house for people that got accepted into systems design. So I went to the open house and I remember sitting there like watching this presentation and then this girl comes in with a very similar looking jacket to me like she had this the screen parka as well uh-huh. and I think very similar like pants and I remember my parents like pointing that out or be like oh like that girl is dressed similarly oh. to you and then <laughs> I don't think we talked too much that day but I just remember seeing you yeah. and I think we sat near each other for one of the activities yeah but my first impression was like wow we kind of dressed the same <laughs> Yeah, so that was the very Uh first interaction. Yeah, I have the same impression or the same memory. We didn't really talk, I think. Yeah, I don't think I remember. Yeah. We must have talked a little bit or else how did we talk the second time? Well, okay, this is what I remember. So after that first incident at the March break open house, I think it was around, was it around Black Friday? Like November, Black Friday. Wait, no, sorry, <laughs> wrong timeline. It was, it's like like a spring couple months, like May, April, yeah, like May? April maybe. Yeah. In April, me and my high school friends were at this mall that is like close to both of us, uh-huh. and then I was in a Muji, which is where all the Asian girls <laughs> shopped in high school, for and the stationery for the stationery, the notebooks, and. We were at the Penn station, <laughs> and my high school friend tapped on my shoulder, and she said, that girl over there looks just like you. Oh, wait, I didn't know that. I don't remember this part of the story. And I was like, I turned around, uh-huh. and I was like, wait, I think she's in my program. <laughs> and then I was like, there was a couple seconds where uh-huh. I was like, should I walk up to her and say hi, or should I not say anything? Because I wasn't too sure if... I actually met you or if you uh-huh. just look familiar and I met you from somewhere else. Yeah. 
But I guess I was feeling brave that day because <laughs> I was like, hey, do you remember me from the March break open house? <laughs> Imagine if you're like, no, <laughs> who are you? And then you were like, yeah. And then I think you were with your high school friend too. Uh-huh. And then we exchanged contact info. Yeah, like messenger yeah. or Facebook profiles or something like that. It was a really brief, I don't think we talked much, but we just exchanged contacts. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's how now we had like an open channel of communication. <laughs> yeah, I remember you coming up to me and I was like, wow, this girl is so outgoing. Whereas like, <laughs> you also looked familiar, but I think if I just saw you, I wouldn't like connect, have connected it right away that like, I saw you at the open house. Yeah. I was like, wow, she's so like brave. And she came up and talked to me, she's so <laughs> friendly. So I think that was like my first impression of you from that interaction. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird because I think a lot of our friends have that impression, first impression of me uh-huh. that I'm outgoing because I like made the first move. <laughs> but I think it really depends on the scenario. I think in moments when I don't know anyone, it's easier for me to be outgoing. Mm. Whereas like now, I think you guys all know that I'm like very much an introvert. But yeah. And then I guess after that, we texted a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. On Messenger. We had some mutual friends, I think. Yeah, we had quite a few, actually. Yeah, I think that's what our first convo was about, because we were on Facebook, and I was like, oh, you know these people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are from, like, pretty... We're from neighboring cities, so that makes sense. And then, fast forward to June or July, Mm -hmm. both so both of our families are from Beijing. Yeah. And we both went back to China at the same time, Mm -hmm. and we've moved from Messenger now to WeChat. (laughs) Because you can't use that and, and you know when you switch communication platforms in China, I was like, you're like one of the only people I still talk to oh, during that really? time. Because Same, like, actually. Because like I couldn't reach anyone of their friends. <laughs> they were they were all on Facebook and yeah. I couldn't text them. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember us telling each other about what we've done, and then yeah. I would go somewhere and you would go there the next day, or you would go somewhere and I would go there. The yeah, next it was day. crazy because we also traveled outside of Beijing to some of the southern cities. Yeah. And we were at the same cities, like the same tourist destinations, mm-hmm. but a couple days apart yeah which is crazy but yeah i remember like talking about oh i went here and then you'd be like oh i went there like last week Uh yeah (laughs) the whole time i was just like wow like we're so similar (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah i remember thinking that too i don't remember at what point i think it was before we went to china where we asked each other if we wanted to be roommates oh yeah so for first year, you could either... Most people all have roommates because most of the rooms are all double rooms. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, it was before that because I think the rooming form was due like at the end of June or something. Yeah. And Okay, that's probably why we ta- started talking more. Yeah, after. yeah, I think so. I didn't really have any close friends that were going yeah. to Waterloo. And <laughs> uh, I remember like being pretty anxious about who am I going to room with? What if they put me with a random person I don't like? But then when we started talking and then we figured out the roommate thing, I was like, really happy. I was like, yay, I'm really excited to like room mm. with this girl. She seems really nice. Yeah. Yeah. But you also thought I was kind of weird, right? Because I had no profile picture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did do some internet stalking to try and learn more about you initially. There's like very little about you online, yeah. you know, doing my due diligence. <laughs> yeah. I remember you telling me this afterwards because I basically never used any social media platforms in high school, which is pretty rare. And when we were initially talking, I didn't have a profile picture. I know photos on my Facebook account. Uh-huh. So I guess I can understand from your perspective, like talking to a faceless person uh-huh. can be kind of weird but I'm glad that you still trusted that I was not sketchy yeah I mean I think it helped a lot if you just messaged me out of nowhere that yeah. would have definitely been a lot more that's true suspicious but because like we already had yeah. two in-person interactions I was like okay at least I know she's a real person yeah. yeah but yeah I think after that the next interaction was us actually moving in yeah and yeah I think we got along like pretty much right away right remember there being any awkward periods of time huh i feel like we clicked pretty quickly yeah i just remember having a lot of like late night talks yeah especially um, that first week orientation week i remember yeah. we did a lot of stuff together yeah i yeah. think we did like almost everything together <laughs> of our yeah. assigned orientation groups yeah a lot of people could not tell us apart in first year because we did a lot of stuff together and we had a lot of the same clothes 
And we also looked similar. <laughs> We're like the same height, yeah. same hair length. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> same general build. Yeah. Yeah. We always walked together, so it would have been hard to figure or tell us apart. Yeah. I think, yeah, even that first week, I remember a lot of those conversations. I think bonding a lot over those conversations that we had in the first week. Yeah, we had some conversations that went on like for at least a couple hours. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, I really like this girl. What I started to appreciate more over time after talking to my high school friends and their roommates in uni Mm -hmm. was how I feel like our interests and need for socializing versus like academic like, where we wanted to prioritize things mm-hmm. was pretty similar, mm-hmm. which worked out well. Because yeah. if you, like, always wanted to study or wanted to go out and it was, like, very different from what I wanted, I think that would have made it harder mm-hmm. to spend time together. But I think it was very similar in terms of, like, wanting to study during the day and then, like, at, on weekends or Fridays, like, wanting to go out. Like, mm-hmm. we had a, a, the same needs in terms mm-hmm. of, like, work-life balance and partying. Yeah, it was, like, pretty easy to like plan or do plan to do stuff together because yeah. we were usually like on the same page about what we wanted to do we'd go on runs together oh yeah like, like oh we should go exercise and then yeah we would go or some other things <laughs> go to dc together yeah yeah i think it's it's also nice that we're in the same program and then we'd study together in the room or we would be at our desks but it was nice to just be able to walk over mm-hmm. and discuss things rather than like through text or mm-hmm. calling someone yeah, I guess because of our cohort, too, that, like, forced us to be closer because we had all the same courses, so we had the same struggles, mm-hmm. and we were also recruiting at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, just a lot of, relate- like, things that we could relate on, I guess, at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say helped our friendship go from being good friends to mm. really good friends? I think... In 1A, okay, so I guess for context, for people who don't go to Waterloo, every year is broken up into two terms called A and B, and that's kind of how I'm going to describe this now. Uh-huh. But in 1A, I I think a lot of our friendship was, like, by convenience. I did feel like I connected with you the most because we had the most, like, discussions and stuff, but also, like, we spent so much time together that like, I feel like it was hard not to be so dependent or, mm-hmm. like, to be so close to you because we, like we're literally in the same room like we slept in the same room <laughs> not True. not together but like in separate beds in the same room <laughs> but i think it was mainly just because in 1a i feel like i had there were still things that i didn't feel comfortable sharing uh-huh. or like parts of myself that i like wasn't because we had just met i couldn't be completely vulnerable it was like, I want to have fun with her, but then like, I don't want her to know everything that I'm thinking about or I'm struggling with. And then in 1B, Hack the North stole you from me. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying that in a joking way, but like, <laughs> Hack the North is this student work that I was involved in. Yeah, so Emily is very involved and she, she does a lot of stuff on campus. And in 1B, I didn't see you as often because uh-huh. you were always, like, in meetings or running errands um, or doing something. And so I think I became closer with, like, other people in that uh-huh. time just because you weren't as around as much. But we still had late nights together. That's also when you started talking to a previous relationship, and that also took away time. So I think just because of, like, extracurriculars, new relationship, I just didn't see you mm-hmm. as much. And also, like... When you would ask me for advice, I didn't know what to say anymore because mm-hmm. I felt like we were like moving along different paths or like, oh. I can't really give relationship advice <laughs> or like I'll be there to listen and mm-hmm. share what I think about the situation. But then I was like, maybe it's better if she talks to someone else who's like in a relationship or who was also just as busy. So I would say like we grew apart, but like, there was like, I think I didn't feel as close mm-hmm. in certain points in 1B. And then I think in 2A, I don't know if this is a good way to categorize how deep a relationship is, but I think like when I think back on like moments where I really connected to someone or when it went from a friendship to a really good friend is when you can be more vulnerable with Mm -hmm. each other. And I think 2A was just a hard term for a lot of people in our class. We had a lot of hard courses. It was our first winter term in Waterloo, which is really depressing. Winter time is really depressing. Really, really sad. (laughs) Cold and dark all the time. And also, it was when COVID hit, and that, I think, affected a lot of people. And 
not only was I able to see you more because now we're indoors and I think you were a little less busy with extracurriculars, but also like we were able to relate again, I think, on certain things. And I was very glad that you could lean on me in certain times or depend on me and I could do the same. Like our friendship grew from certain things that we like experienced together, even if it was like bad experiences, Mm -hmm. like those struggles really brought us together again knowing that we had each other's back even in times when it was hard to find a job hard to pass <laughs> I mean we passed in the in the moment yeah. it might have seemed like it was hard to pass or I think yeah like that was when I was like wow this is like a really close friend uh-huh. I remember there was one day where I had like, an interview and like, a test and I didn't prep for any of them and I think it was the night before I was super super stressed and I remember I think, I don't know if I went to your room or you came to my room, but I started crying. And then I don't think you said much, but you were just like, it's going to be okay. And we hugged. And then afterwards, you drew me a card. It was like a heart-shaped card. And (laughs) you drew a stick person Uh at a desk. And you were like, this is going to be you, like VP of design (laughs) or something like that. And then, yeah. And and then I had that. I stuck that card on my wall. And for the rest of that term, whenever I felt sad, I would just look at it. I'd be like, Emily believes in me, so I should believe in myself too. So yeah, just all things like that. I think that was a period where our friendship grew a lot. Mm-hmm. yeah I remember during that term like a very similar story but from my perspective mm-hmm. where we got our one of our midterms back mm-hmm. for our electromagnetism and I did like so poorly on that midterm I, like, it was like the worst mark I've ever gotten in my life mm-hmm. like didn't pass and then I also failed an interview Aww. and that day I was really sad and then I remember going to the staircase and crying there and I think you followed me out and you were like what's wrong and then I just remember you comforting that was a really distinct moment of panic of oh no everything is like not working out and things Mm -hmm. like that and I just remember you being there for me and yeah I like still think back to that moment sometimes (laughs) during those times yeah I think you bond over stuff like that too or like when you can share your struggles it also helps to make that person seem more approachable or like it humanizes Mm -hmm. things I think generally, even like close friends, in human nature, it might be hard to let your guard down, let people see you. In like you. all aspects, yeah. like you want to show up a certain way yeah. or appear a certain way. Yeah, like you want to be your best self, you want them to think positively of you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then when you like, when those walls start to, when you are allow people to see through those walls a bit or let them help you when you need it, it also helps to show the other person that like you are also human and you go through these struggles because I think everyone experiences times when they think they're not going to pass, like they failed an interview, they've lost someone that they really loved. And yeah, in those moments, I think it's important to let people in, not only for yourself when you need the support, but I think we can all relate more than we think. Mm -hmm. And people won't think that you're weak just because you're sad. They will probably want to help you out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think in I think it's two a like in second year that term. I think that's also when we started going to each other's rooms more at night. Well, I guess now we were in separate rooms, but I remember <laughs> like it was more intentional where like we would go yeah. e- into each other's rooms, and I'd be like, "Oh, Carol, I have thoughts about these things. Like, yeah. so let's <laughs> talk about it. Or you would come to my room, and we just talk about random topics." Yeah, and I think that was actually the original inspiration behind this podcast where some of those conversations because we just talk about things that were going on in our lives or just random things they would always be interesting combos yeah i feel like a lot of them would start off with just us asking each other like how each other's day was Mm -hmm. but then it always get really deep Mm -hmm. (laughs) we talk about a lot of like very i think philosophical ideas and then i always walked away from those conversations feeling like i learned something or learn about your perspective mm-hmm. on something have we come close to having a conflict before i don't think so what's the closest we've been to fighting <laughs> i feel like this isn't the content people want to hear they want to hear us like fight <laughs> on a drama um i mean were there times when like we disapproved of each other's decisions is that like a cause or something that would have or was there a time where you feel like I didn't show up for you in the way that you wanted me to? Because mm. <laughs> maybe that's a better way to phrase that's it. That's a good question. Hmm. Okay, if I'm being completely honest, I think over the summer, uh-huh. there were times when mm. I was going through my breakup that I 
I guess like I also didn't explicitly ask, but I I think that was like a really hard time and yeah. I don't think we like talked much. talked much then and yeah, I think that was a period of time. Like I knew you were busy, so I like I didn't want to like Aww. I guess bother you, but I think during that time I like missed our friendship a lot. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think, (laughs) I think, yeah, the summer was so busy, and I definitely had you, like, I think in the back of my head sometimes, and then there were nights when, or days during the workday when I'd be like, okay, I'll make sure you text Emily before you go to bed, but then, like, I would go to bed really late, and then that wouldn't happen, and I think, yeah, that's definitely my fault, because I think I did know that you were going through, I don't think I knew the extent or knew all of it, but, like, I knew that it wasn't an easy time for you so yeah I don't know <laughs> I don't know what else to say I appreciate the thought yeah, yeah I mean I didn't really so you were like oh you can let me know if you want to talk and stuff I didn't, yeah but it's hard to um, reach out right when you're mm-hmm, yeah I was like oh like you're probably really busy with all the stuff that's going on so yeah. <laughs> sorry oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that there are other people that showed up for you hopefully (laughs) i yeah i think i didn't realize also like how hard a breakup could be until like i kind of experienced one (laughs) so yeah i think i was also just kind of naive like Mm -hmm. with feelings and stuff i don't think i understood what you were going through Mm -hmm. Um, yeah understandable but I guess this is, like, also something that has, I think, brought us together. Yeah, I guess one thing I, like, learned from you is, like, I think we have had very similar experiences in undergrad, but at different times, mm-hmm. and I feel like you usually go through things a little bit earlier than me, mm-hmm. like, certain phases, mm-hmm. and so it's been really nice to have someone to, like, when I was starting to talk to someone, for example, like, being able to ask a for your opinion and yeah I think from a big sister perspective it was like you already went through certain things so then having that perspective was really nice I feel like there were a couple times in <laughs> when I was dating when mm-hmm. I would be like really really hesitant to go on a date or like to do something and then you would be like Carol I feel like I can feel that something will happen if you go on this date <laughs> you should like there's one time when I canceled a date because of COVID like uh-huh. I think I was kind of worried about my family at the time I didn't want to go to a busy place and come back and bring potentially bring something back and then I canceled on this date and then I told you and then he like I feel like I didn't expect you to react at all like I expected Uh you just be like oh okay well yeah like maybe find another time after but then you were like Carol I don't think you should have done that like I know I think it's really (laughs) thoughtful that you like cared about your family and you didn't like that's why you didn't want to go but I think you should go on this date I feel like something's going to happen and then Mm -hmm. I did go and nothing like big happened but I like had a really good time Uh and I was like wow like I wouldn't have done this if Emily didn't tell me to do it so yeah there were like certain moments where I feel like you were my fairy godmother and like (laughs) I would be like debating between decisions and then you would like whisper something to me and I would do it and then it ended up working out Uh (laughs) so yeah uh I don't know how we got here those those instances worked out yeah 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 so same question back to you do you think there's been a time when I didn't show up I think in most scenarios you did and I guess one thing that I've realized about myself is like quality time is a really important thing to me so Mm -hmm. I think there's just busier moments in your life Mm -hmm. where I wish we had spent more time together but then yeah because of other things I wasn't able to see you as often I think like when you started dating I just felt kind of sad Mm -hmm. that like you didn't really come to me for things anymore like you had someone else Mm -hmm. to have late night talks with and I think that's it yeah 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 I think when I got into that relationship I didn't think too much about like how that impacted like other people or I think I was very like caught up Mm -hmm. in it and like looking back oh I should have been more like intentional like I think I had the thought of oh I don't want to be that friend who disappears yeah when they start dating someone but I don't think like I had that thought but I don't think I really checked in with you or asked yeah. you. But yeah, now I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely something I try and be more careful about now. 
balancing new relationships and existing ones. Are there any ways over the past five years where you feel like we've changed, like independently as people oh. or in the friendship? Hmm. I think in fr- we talked a lot about how we did everything together in first year. Mm-hmm. Like we did all the same things. I feel like we were very much like a kind of like a unit, and we did <laughs> we basically did everything together. And I think over time, it's been nice to see us like both grow in different, like kind of have our own different paths, but they're still oh. parallel to each other. Where we have our own thing where now we're not just known as like Carol and Emily we're like a bit more separate (laughs) Um, where we yeah we have our own thing and we do our own thing but at the same time we're still like very much yeah moving in parallel I think yeah and that's been nice in terms of hearing about I don't know all the different things you're doing and you're experiencing and learning from those different experiences and then like vice versa Mm -hmm. but still being able to do a lot of the same things together I think for you individually, I've seen you become a lot more confident over the years Mm. in, I think, almost every aspect from social situation-wise and to going after opportunities and even the way you carry yourself, I see Mm. more confidence. Yeah, I think a lot of that just comes from becoming more independent too. Like, in a way, maybe it was good that not being together as much after first year was good because that gave me a lot of like alone time to like, figure out like things that I need mm-hmm. to work on or just figure out how to be more like independent as a person because I feel like for a lot of my life and I talked about this in our last episode of friendship but there's always a really close friend that I had that I did a lot of things with and I think undergrad was like the first time where I had like multiple close friends but also I had a lot of alone time to really figure out like what my goals were and what I wanted to do not just like with someone or just to have fun by myself (laughs) like similar to what you were saying I do like how even though we were really like dependent on each other and like I or like we spent a lot of time together in first year I think I'm really glad that we were able to like branch off a little bit Mm -hmm. have our own space have our own rooms and but still be able to go to go to each other for advice or relate on certain things I guess over the years, it's also been interesting to see each other in different ways. Like, I think in the beginning, it was just roommates Uh or, like, classmates. And then at some point, it was, like, co-workers almost, like, working on a team together, being each other's therapist, podcast Uh co-host. Like, we've played different roles, and I think that has helped our friendship evolve. There's Mm -hmm. different phases where, like, sometimes we're a lot more emotional with each other sometimes it's more okay like in this podcast for example Uh I feel like there are times when I'm not as afraid to share my opinion because it's like a this like business it's not a business but it's (laughs) a thing that we're working on together Uh and I know that even if I want the best for the podcast so then like your attitude or like the way that you like interact with each other might change depending on what context it's in and Mm -hmm. it's been interesting to see you in all those different contexts do you think we're different in these different contexts or what would be like some I think it's just interesting to see each other be different in different sense. roles oh. and try like how we interact with other people mm-hmm. in different settings yeah and I guess individually I think you've always been pretty sure of what you wanted but I think now it's it seems a bit more I feel like this applies to a lot of people but I think like overall there's a lot less like ups and downs I think with mm-hmm. you after re- making decisions mm-hmm. and I think you're more sure of them and you trust in the process uh, a bit more I also think you've become neater <laughs> neater like cleaner cleaner yeah <laughs> I have less stuff now I'm oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember for in first year I would, like had so many it took me so many more journeys to move yeah. up, up all my stuff for <laughs> Carol I like moved like my whole room basically into Waterloo in first year mm. yeah trying to live more minimalistically <laughs> it's not going that well though <laughs> it's a journey yeah. <laughs> you just have to eliminate things that you don't need So 
we just spent a long time <laughs> telling you guys all about our backstory and yeah. more about maybe more about maybe you learn more about the dynamic between Carol and I if you didn't already know that through listening to some of our other episodes but that backstory <laughs> I guess all kind of leads to how we or why we started this podcast and how this podcast came to be and even now like how this podcast has contributed to our friendship mm-hmm. at the very start I think I mentioned it's been almost a year since this very start of the podcast mm-hmm. I still remember pretty distinctly the like very initial, initial idea yeah so this is at a time when I just finished doing Hack the North, which used to take up like basically mm-hmm. all my free time. I was on a co-op term. I just had suddenly a lot more free time mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out what to do with it. During this phase, I went through a mini existential crisis. But I was like, okay, I need something like new to work on. And it was pretty late at night, I think. And I was listening to Lord DIY's podcast. And I think she was talking about, I think she was talking about tech or something like that. And I was just like, hmm, like interesting that these content creators are like moving into the tech space. Mm-hmm. And then I think I was also, actually, I don't know if this was part of it, but I think I just was thinking a lot about the content creation world because mm-hmm. I was a pretty big podcast listener and also a very big YouTube watcher, cons- mm-hmm. consumer. And I was like, maybe it'd be interesting to be involved in that space Mm -hmm. but then I was like I don't know if I want to do YouTube videos I don't know if I have (laughs) an interesting enough personality for it and it's like a lot of work to edit videos and then I'd be like oh podcasts would be really interesting and then I thought about who would I want to do a podcast with and then I was like I feel like Carol would be the perfect person because we have all these like conversations I think would be great for a podcast and also as someone to work on a side project with after having worked in group projects with mm-hmm. you, Carol's like would be a great uh, co-team member. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So I remember like texting you pretty late at night. I think mm-hmm. this is really random, but <laughs> would you be interested? Yeah. 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 I. Okay. I'm gonna backtrack a bit because I feel like when I think of the start of this, I think before the oh. podcast. So, I guess. In that time, I was still a little bit more, I think, involved with extracurriculars, but a lot less involved than previous years. And it was in the same time when, like, I knew that I wasn't going to be as involved in the following term. So I was thinking about what to fill my time with. And then I think around that time, I don't remember if we had a catch-up call and that inspired this or Mm -hmm. if you just texted me, but we had, we wanted to work on some sort of side project together. And I think the initial idea was around like sunsets it was like a te- some sort of tech project <laughs> where we would like crowdsource suns like places to take pictures or look at sunsets yeah. or something like that there was a couple of pivots yeah we yeah. had brainstorming meetings we had figma boards we had figma boards we had a, a timeline i think yeah. we had a lot of like meetings where we like listed out a bunch of things we wanted to work on and like basically build this this project yeah this like web app or yeah whatever some sort of like be. small thing to do on the side and I think I don't remember if it was because something else already existed or that idea eventually faded yeah I think we were it was very technically complex and we didn't really figure out exactly what it would look like like we had a bunch of like ideas but it's hard to yeah figure out materialize them yeah so it was in the middle of trying to execute that and then I think it like fizzled out a bit Mm -hmm. and I think like I thought maybe we'd go back to that Mm -hmm. but then but then you messaged me if I wanted to do a podcast <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is, or I think I was pretty kind of surprised because I, I guess it kind of came out of nowhere. Like we were talking yeah. about all these like tech ideas and then, yeah, yeah. it was in a different sphere, like the content creation sphere, uh-huh. which is not something that either of us, I think are very well versed in also just because we don't really use social media, I think that much. So mm-hmm. That whole social space. Did not know much about it. The core theme, though, was like both of us wanted to work on something and create something from scratch. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if we explicitly yeah. talked about this, but we were both leading clubs for a while. And like all those things were things we kind of took on mm-hmm. from other people. And yeah. we didn't really start from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And I think talking about wanting to create something from scratch ourselves and yeah. how that would be a really cool learning experience mm-hmm. and that would be rewarding. But yeah, we kind of for a while focus on like creating a tech thing but yeah after listening that moment like that night I was just like hmm there's I guess a lot more things beyond just tech and it would also be like a nice break from you know the usual world that we're in yeah 
yeah I do have remember having that conversation where we were both like oh we feel like what we've been doing so far is just fulfilling like someone else's dream mm, it would be yeah. nice to fulfill our own or have something that we can call our own because yeah after a couple like leadership positions i think it was also like we both learned from those experiences like how to manage something and execute and i'm really glad to have you as a co-host i feel like you're an executor and you like push us a lot to meet and do things and even though we're friends Mm -hmm. i don't think that's gotten in the way of like us being productive for this podcast like i remember our first like branding meeting or something i remember (laughs) being like stressed and i was usually if you're friends i feel like you don't you're not like stressed to do things for them Uh do things with them i feel like you might be more relaxed and you might not be as productive sometimes Uh because you know they're your friend like maybe they'll be okay with you not i don't know pulling your weight and stuff but in this case i remember staying up really late it was christmas eve or something yeah and i just stayed in my room and i was just working on branding i made like so many iterations i was like i don't like any of these this is so hard because i think once i realized it was my own thing it made it so hard Mm -hmm. to push things out because you're like it needs to be perfect yeah this needs to be me yeah Yeah. and i'm gonna regret this if i don't work on it so i'm glad we put in the effort and stuff Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends look at the branding and we're like wow it looks so professional (laughs) thanks to carol yeah i (laughs) we spent many like an hour maybe taking photos Oh, yeah. For that for that cover, cover photo. Yeah. yeah, we had a whole photo shoot <laughs> for it. Oh my god! But yeah, I appreciated how seriously you took everything. I knew if you were to do it with me, you would take it just as seriously. I think okay, this was like probably my fault from the summer. But I think up until the summer, we were like also really good about our deadlines. For like, we're gonna like record when we're gonna upload and edit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's gotten a little bit more lax this term, but <laughs> up until that, I remember Carol would stay up like super late to get a podcast like finished like editing finished i think she sacrificed time during her new york trip so to make sure our podcast went out on time i really appreciated that yeah we still have well we still try to push things out now but like in the beginning like it definitely like sometimes it felt like a deadline kind of like Mm -hmm. an assignment i don't even know how many people at that time were listening to us i was like if i don't let this out like people are gonna know people (laughs) are gonna know that we're late like it was like a late submission and i don't want that on my record I need to finish this on time. Mm-hmm. Editing it was fun. It was always, it was never a burden. Um, sometimes like leading up to it, I'd be like, oh, I have to like sacrifice a couple mm-hmm. hours, but actually doing it was not bad. And yeah, I guess other than the goal of starting our own thing, we did have some other goals. Yeah, we explicitly wrote them out too. We, ha- we have yeah, this document yeah. called... The doc that started it all. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we rewrote down our goals. What, what else we should... Pro- do you want to open it up? <laughs> I'm curious now. But yeah, I remember like we talked about our goals, kind of like aligning. Now now I talk about it and I make it sound like a product, but like aligning on our vision for it and what we want to get out of it. Oh yeah, we had, we answered the prompt, what does success look like for our podcast, which is a very product thing. <laughs> <laughs> and per, what our personal motivations were. So some of our other ones were being able to improve our ability to articulate and storytell. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've achieved that? Or at least made progress in that sense? I th- I think so. I guess for context, like whenever we film an episode, we do do some planning beforehand and we'll write down certain topics we might want to talk about or have as a backup. But especially recently, like a lot of our conversations are very free-flowing. And because it's so free-flowing and on the spot, it like trains you to structure it better in your Mm -hmm. head it's taken us less time to just talk and make sense yeah hopefully (laughs) you guys can hear the improvement over time in our episodes i think the first one we re-recorded almost every segment like at least twice (laughs) which is why it probably sounds scripted it's just because we had to do so many takes because we were like nervous and we wouldn't know what to say so it's definitely been a lot easier to record but I think recording a podcast also makes you aware of how much you use filler words. Like yeah. I never, oh, I just use it now, but I didn't realize how much I use a word like mm-hmm. a lot or I guess things like that. Yeah. When I'm editing, I'm like, Emily, why are you saying all these things? And mm-hmm. I'm more conscious of it. I don't know how much it's actually improved, but I think if I were to put in more intentional thought, I think I would see more improvement, but at least I'm now more aware of it. Yeah. So the other things we wrote down were learning how to build a brand in small business. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) 
We haven't we haven't really tried. <laughs> We've been debating monetizing. Like we're able to add ads now, but we haven't yet because we we don't know if we wanted to impact the listening experience just yeah. yet. And we still don't really know what we're doing with social media. <laughs> But we'll get there. Yeah, it's been hard just because, like I mentioned a couple times already, Emily and I both don't really use social media. We're not used to broadcasting ourselves or posting anywhere. And so I think, or at least I've been getting better at sharing things. And I think I've seen the improvement in our podcast. So that's what drives me now to do Mm -hmm. it. But yeah, learning like how to advertise yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think our, we still view doing this podcast as something we do for fun. We're doing it not necessarily to, you know, be like full-time podcasters. Like we're just doing this for fun and we haven't put in really the time and Mm -hmm. energy into like figuring out how we want to grow our social media accounts or Mm -hmm. what our strategy is for marketing. Maybe there'll be like some point, we keep saying this, that one day we'll figure out how to do it or one day we'll actually intentionally strategize around it. But for now, I think we're still pretty focused on just putting out episodes and doing the parts that we enjoy about it. But Mm -hmm. someday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I guess another thing that's been interesting is seeing like the analytics for all of our episodes and seeing what topics people are interested in or which ones have the most engagement it's always the relationship (laughs) (laughs) people are here for the tea yeah i mean that's kind of expected but yeah it's been interesting to see like people listening to us from like europe and asia like all parts of the world different demographics also people that we know start listening to it even when we don't tell them about it i think in the beginning i was kind of scared to tell people a Mm -hmm. little bit just because again i don't really i don't think i'm used to like posting anything that I do I try to like let it let the word spread by it on its Mm -hmm. own like organically organically yeah um but with this I remember messaging friends about the podcast and I was like asking for honest feedback if you like hate it if you think it's cringy let me know Mm -hmm. so that the future episodes don't sound as cringy also please do let us know yeah like feedback you have if you think this sounds really scripted or if you think we're boring just tell us it's okay it was a nice surprise how supportive everyone was Mm -hmm. of the podcast a lot of people were like wow I always thought you'd be a good podcaster which was really nice I guess I I never wanted really wanted to do content creation I think where I had like my voice or my face in it Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was pretty camera shy and voice shy until now being able to have other people still like keep up with us or when people reach out and they're like oh I really related to this part of this episode or I liked when you talked about that those things mean so much Mm -hmm. I think to us yeah I, I really forget that people listen to this and it scares me sometimes because uh-huh. then I'm like, wait, you talked about so much. Yeah. <laughs> really, um, sometimes really sharing a lot. With yeah, the we're really like talking, like being really honest with everything that we're talking about. But it means a lot, I think, to us when people give us feedback, good or bad, because it shows that they care about this podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we have a Google Doc. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you guys want to leave feedback, <laughs> it's in our link tree and in the description. Yeah. It's interesting when people we don't really know super well, like people in our class who like mm-hmm. maybe we're kind of friends with, but we don't talk to on a regular basis. They like tell us they listen to it. And in a way, it's there's this term for it that I forget, but in a way it's a little bit odd because they now know like a lot more about us than mm-hmm. we know about them. Yeah, it's also kind of cool because now I don't know if I gained any new friends from this, but <laughs> theoretically it's like people know more about me without me <laughs> having to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then I think that was like, yeah, our next goal that we literally have is gaining more confidence and sharing our yeah. personal struggles and stories with a wider audience. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm just reading off the other two goals that we had were motivations. The other one was to learn from each other's stories and perspectives, which have been very applicable. I think there's topics where I don't know if we would get to organically if it wasn't for this podcast and definitely learned a lot more. I think I think these conversations, I've definitely learned a lot more about you, mm. especially like, I think stories from like your childhood or like mm. earlier on, because we don't really talk about those things yeah. on a day to day basis. Yeah, and then the last one was planning for the future and staying accountable on our goals. I guess we'll do that end of year maybe because mm-hmm. we did a, a recap video last yeah. year 
we should probably re-listen to it yeah. and think about how we did this year but i'm um, really excited for when we record that episode i think that's still one of my favorite episodes yeah, we recorded too. i think even just the act of reflecting on the past year or reflecting on experiences whether it was like that episode specifically mm-hmm. or just any of our other reflection ones i think it's been really helpful on a personal level while you might think about these things articulating them just really makes it so much clearer or more obvious and also helps with the like intentionality behind things you want to like work on or improve or Mm -hmm. things you're thinking about i feel like a lot of my opinions on previous episodes have also changed and that's been interesting to see like you get to really more clearly see your growth not just in a career or like school academic way but also like your opinions and your thoughts around things Mm -hmm. like your mindset yeah i think another thing that's been great is like it's kept us accountable in terms of being friends yeah i think this year because we were not on campus together at the beginning of the year and then it's just a lot of traveling and stuff over the summer it kept us accountable in terms of making sure we were meeting and like catching up with each other and i feel like that was like a goal that just kind of subtly came out yeah, like as the like year a went nice on side effect yeah like it was i didn't well we didn't know at the time when we started that we wouldn't really see each other as often mm-hmm. but it made us like intentionally have to meet up and mm-hmm. talk about things yeah like yeah. when i was on exchange a lot of our catch-up calls yeah. would also be like our podcast recording sessions yeah so it was a nice like two-in-one yeah mm-hmm. i think going back to one of the earlier goals you said about gaining confidence sharing personal stories i think another aspect of that is from our experiences like learning how helpful it can be to hear that other people have gone through the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah like undergrad and just figuring out your like late teens early 20s like this is a very turbulent we Mm -hmm. i think we use that in our (laughs) in our trailer but a very very turbulent time when your emotions are like all over the place you're experiencing a lot of firsts and a lot of comfort from us I think came from talking to upper years or talking to people who've experienced that and learning that like it's a very universal experience to not know what you're doing or to feel uncertain about things and so I think another like more personal thing was now that we have we're not done yet, but like now that we've experienced a lot of things already, being able to share that so that hopefully if other people are interested in things like exchange or like they want to learn about independence, being the only single friend in their friend group, <laughs> things that we've talked about, they can re- hopefully relate on that or hear that like maybe some of the things that they're going through are not singular to them, like mm-hmm. other people have experienced it and have come out stronger. Yeah. Yeah. I think we went through a lot of our personal motivations for why we st- started it, I guess, from a personal aspect. But then, yeah, like kind of the next section that we outlined in this doc was the more external facing goals or what we wanted, what impact we wanted this podcast to have. Mm-hmm. And then one of the things we explicitly wrote out was being able to make a positive impact on other people through sharing yeah. our stories. And I think this has definitely improved significantly in the last few years, but especially representation like amongst women Mm -hmm. asian canadians and like in the tech field specifically i know we don't talk too too much about that but i think a lot of the podcasts out there right now or when we started were like any tech podcasts were always usually white men that would talk about their startups and things like that and there was very little content put out by i think asian and especially women creators so that was like also another part of it so i think we've been able to like make progress or achieve a lot of the things we initially intended to a year ago when we wrote that doc with this podcast yeah looking forward carol what do you think you want to see this podcast grow into or how do you want to see it to Mm. continue growing yeah i think the first 20 episodes was definitely kind of like a trial run of us just trying things out we didn't know if anybody would be interested in listening and we didn't know what topics would have more engagement or figuring out what we want to talk about yeah like what we wanted to talk about we had a list of topics and i feel like we touched on basically everything that you Mm -hmm. could talk about we didn't know what sources of like social media channels were more effective like how we should market and stuff like that i think now that we have a lot more data in terms of who our demographics are 
what we like talking about, what topics actually do well, or like what people are maybe more interested in. And also, I think we've or at least for me, at least, after we started this podcast, I've started to listen to a lot of other podcasts a lot more and feel like I've subconsciously been taking notes like, oh, mm-hmm. I really like how they transition here. I really like these topics that they talk mm-hmm. about. I like that they have video. I don't know if we'll have video in the future. I think like learning from other podcasts because I definitely see since we've started like an, a very, very high like upward trend mm-hmm. in podcasts. A lot of, I think, people who used to do YouTube content have now transitioned into podcasting, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. But yeah, I definitely subconsciously think about like topics and like th- ways that we can improve the podcast more now. So I think just using the learnings that we've gotten and the data that we've collected so far to maybe have more of a directed approach next year and just seeing how that will grow mm-hmm. next year is what I'm really excited to see. Yeah, I think very similarly, like being paying a little bit more attention to more of that like growth and perhaps business aspect of running a podcast and then I think like Carol mentioned it could be cool to do possibly video content at some point (laughs) I think video like I always enjoy seeing people's facial reactions or what they look like when they're talking so that could be something that's cool that we kind of talked about doing and there is one other thing oh I think Potentially having more guests on our podcast mm. could be fun. Uh, like reaching out to, like doing cold reach outs would yeah. be interesting. So far we've had mostly, oh yeah, all friends. Yeah. But it could be cool if we could interview just like people cool, yeah, that people, we admire mm-hmm. or people that we want to gain perspectives from. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, exciting things to come for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for being here and listening to us and supporting us i think a lot of it in the beginning was like personal motivation Mm -hmm. for me but i'm really glad that i don't know like people actually listen to Mm -hmm. this and they find comfort in it yeah even earlier today i met up with a friend and she was telling me about how her like friend group Uh they were listening to our podcast during their roommate night wow yeah as they were like like cooking like doing some like activity together they had Uh it playing in the background and then some other friend told me that like earlier this like the same thing last week so (laughs) it's like slightly weird that we're like there Mm -hmm. not actually there but like our voices are there it's really nice that we're able to connect with people or they're able to connect with us yeah Yeah. i think that that impact is not something that i expected again Mm -hmm. but i think it's it's really great to to see Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, thank you all for listening, whether this is your first episode or your 20th. We really appreciate you all. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. New episodes will be coming out bi-weekly on Mondays. Follow us on Instagram at hello.realworld and on Twitter at hellorealworld underscore to stay updated. Bye! Bye.